Like, don't at me. to do like uh you know just freestyle open speech after yeah, the let's docket. Do that. let's do it like that yeah, like, after like after the docket you know, yeah, okay, yeah. no yeah, yeah, yeah. Alice you know. is like january or some shit huh yeah 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 that's Something the last like that, time yeah. i was on like january february we did the uh, jack uh, boys uh, yeah, party. Oh five, yeah. oh six, back to whatever mike was talking about it was oh five, uh summer wait, wait, wait let's oh, should five. we let, let's try to like kind of frame this up so like the people oh yeah kind of oh yeah i forgot we rolled it don't have me episode 42 a little bit of a preamble new intro i know you guys heard that uh y'all are like wait they canceled out two bros and got two other guys <laughs> <laughs> nah we just got uh gary said well gary always says he's gonna come on and then like maybe he will maybe and then uh jock's actually got something he's getting to today but we got two guests Alan and Paco. Alan, we were just talking about how uh Alan really not a guest though. He's a crispy boy. Alan's a crispy boy. Alan's a crispy boy. I'm a I'm a recurring guest star. Yeah, you like the you know how like when they would do like in living color and they would say starring and then at the end they would say like featuring. Like these are the people that are on the cast, but like they just can't always commit to being on because they like recorded movies and shit too, you know? Yeah. Like that's basically Alan's shit, like featuring. Pretty much. A star feature. Star feature. We did the uh, Jack Boys Listen Party. <clears throat> oh, well, look, put it like this. And Alan's friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, yeah. And friend of the pod. The, uh, I forget what episode it was, but we always come back to, like, that was, like, one of our best episodes. When we were on there, which one was that? Was that, that was the, the Jack the Boys album here? review. But there was a, <laughs> but there was one we did after that, though. We recorded two, I think. <laughs> that, was the, that was at the top of the year, right? It was a good one. I forget which it one was it was. It was just a don't yeah. at me. I don't know what. Like, oh, don't gang know what back in the was. stew. I think we called yeah, it yeah. back in the and stew. It was like January 2nd or some shit like that when we yeah. recorded it. It was yeah. right after New Year's and shit. It we was were right so, hey. Uh, uh, our stand-up. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, we were yeah. so hyped oh, up. Oh, that was the like, Jack Boys review, right? Here. 2020 yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. Hey, actually, though, to tell you the truth, on a note that we can continue and say we continue with the intro, but on that note, though, this actually year has became awesome. And we'll it's get it's been like a it. very big year, yeah, in a lot yeah, of ways, yeah. But we'll it's come a back to that, though. You're right, that's a good one. The intro, man. Top yeah, so hey, we also got Paco on. What up? Got to introduce so, got Paco. So, Paco's a friend of the friend of the pod. He is a uh, it's always tricky, like, explaining, how do you know them? It's like, oh, well, yeah. our girlfriends knew each other, but you were also close friends with my then-girlfriend, now-wife. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, Paco's the homie. What's up, Paco? Man, thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be on here. As always, every time I see y'all, it's a good time. You know, it's my first time on here, but hopefully it transitions to bring the good times on here like we usually have them in person. So let's do this. Well, we've always talked about having like other pods too, and like I know Alan and you were talking about uh, y'all were all talking about sports betting because that's y'all's something y'all both have in common and both enjoy. So we might have to get back to that here when we get into the docket. But Chance, what were we saying uh, right before we did the intro? We we're talking about um, 05 was like a hot summer. <laughs> yeah, that was. that was like that was like when it got started. That was like, like when it got started, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's when, like we kind of got into like adult year, adulthood. We was like what, 15 going on 16 or something? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So like that's like you know what I'm saying? Like after yeah. sophomore year, going into junior year, you know what I'm saying? Like being actually an upperclassman and shit like that. So that's yeah, that's when the shits got started. That was a fun summer. We were talking about how. Uh... I was in Mexico and I called you and it was like a hundred dollar call because I was just outside of the American shit, like right there. You know what I mean? But Mexico, you yeah. see, those are the days anyway. Uh, yeah, for sure, sure, for sure, sure. Yeah, man. Thinking back on that time, <laughs> I mean, that was when we got into social media. MySpace. Uh, you know what I'm saying? MySpace and shit because 
We were actually okay. So funny story. I, I'm not. I'm gonna try to keep you know names and shit out of it or whatever, just to you know give y'all a little backstory and shit. But there was this girl that Mike was interested in. That was like a family friend or whatever. So you, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> family friend or whatever. Uh, he was interested in him, and we like used Girl, to you say him because that's this is like when everybody got like phones and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So we used to like chop it up with with everybody and shit. But like on the phone though, you know, either house phone or like cell phone, and um, like so we would be talking to this because me and Mike used to. I mean, since like fucking. Sixth grade, we used to just prank call motherfuckers all the time. We used to say the school directory was like our Bible. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we used to go like hard on that shit. You know what I mean? And, um, isn't like, that weird? They would just like, used to put all, all the numbers shit. out. Yeah. So we got on, we were talking to this girl or whatever on three way. And like, people used to get us mixed up for some reason. I guess our voices sounded the same or whatever. So, like, like me. You know, at times and shit. And so, uh, and we would, like, do this shit. We're like, hey, call this girl or whatever. You be me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, like, we used to do it. Yeah. It was just, you know, bounce off of each other and shit. But I was, like, laying back and shit. So, yo, it'll be comfortable for this shit. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, we would uh, talk to this girl, right? Mm, we were talking to this girl and whatever. And she... <laughs> And she was like, "Hey, y'all should just get on. Uh, y'all should just get on MySpace, or whatever." And uh, we were like, "What the fuck is MySpace and shit?" You know, like, she really did. Is that? And she was like, "Oh, just go to myspace.com or whatever." And like, we were on the phone. I remember I was at uh Ray Ray house. Ray Ray's a friend of the pod too. He ain't been on yet, but we gotta get Ray Ray on soon. He'll be on. Um, we were at Ray Ray's group. Oh, I was. I was at Ray Ray's group, and he because he had like fast internet and shit like that because. Dude, I had dial-up until 2007. You know what I mean? That's why I got, like, broadband, you know? But Remember we, you said the AOL CD at Blockbuster? That was huh? the shit. You just get that and just get like, on AIM? Nah, you get that shit in the mail for, like, 1,500 hours and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. that shit up. Uh, but the AOL, yeah. But, uh, yes. Yeah. And it was always after fucking like twelve o'clock because my mom would be on the house phone and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh yeah, so yeah, back to the story. So to get on my space, like, you know, she's like, oh, what the fuck is my space? So me and Mike, we, you know, at, you know, remotely, just how are we doing now and shit, you know. Uh, but on three-way also at the phone, on the phone. So we're uh, like go to MySpace and we get do our profiles and shit all that day, you know what I'm saying? And like we got into it from then on there, and that like started a whole fucking era. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really crazy. did, man. Because it was just such a domino effect from there. Just like how many people we just kind of connected across both worlds. Yeah. And it was weird because a lot of people like between schools and shit, like knew each other and shit like that already from elementary school, middle school, shit like that. You know, so like you know we got like a because I'll tell you a story. I'm trying not to say any names again. Quick little bit tidbit. But, like, I remember on MySpace, I was talking to this girl who was a best friend of this girl that later, you know, like, so it was. <laughs> you can say the names. That. They know by now. Like, you know, like, but that's just how, how things went. You know, it was, a, yeah. you realize that it was a small, smaller world than you thought, you know. And yes. we're really kind of seeing that in our age now, you know, like in our 30s and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like how small this fucking place is. Small but, fuck, uh, but yeah, continue with, you know, you were going, Mike, with 05. That, that was like OG summer, man. Like, it was, it was. <laughs> well, you know, we were just talking offline and we're like, you know, duh. The best conversations usually happen right before. You always forget to record. For so. sure, for sure. Anyway. Well, uh, what's on the docket today, man? Yeah, we let's got a, We got a nice it. one. We do. So we typically, you know, there's a million different podcasts videos about sports so we really don't get into sports too much even though we all love sports but man like dude all that's been happening in sports like we got a lot of sports today but it's all you know society type shit you know like don't at me usually is <clears throat> first thing that i wanted to get to chance i don't know if you saw this but uh we did the video about the washington redskins we took a clip sorry the washington football team Formerly yeah, 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 yeah. the Redskins, but we did a video. Uh, here, I'll go ahead and screen share. Uh, 
We did a video. This was a clip from actually the last episode, episode 41. We were talking about Washington, D.C.'s new football identity. We were talking about the betting odds on the next name and kind of trying to understand what the – if there was any symbolism behind it. And somebody actually put us on. Look, we actually got a comment here. We are talking about the Red Wolves being the favorite. And uh, Alex Psy channel? Shout so out. Red Wolves are special are. and are deserving to be the name due to the fact that the <laughs> Wolves completely endemic to the U.S. and the Southeast, making them the most American wolf. Their historic population used to reach the Potomac River in D.C., but due to overpoaching, their numbers have drastically decreased to 18 individuals living in the wild. So along with it being a badass name, it is also very important for raising awareness for the endangered species. Also, it references the U.S. Navy Combat Squadron called the Red Wolves. Also, Red Wolves are represented in Native American, Algonquin culture as a symbol of loyalty, courage, strength, and success in hunting. So pretty Damn. cool. Put us on. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, shout out that nigga. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Bring him on. At us. Like, for real, yeah. <laughs> That's like our first real Call him right now. It really was. Free Send him a mess. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout him out again. What was his name? Alex Side Channel on YouTube. I hope he wants people checking him out. Or she. <laughs> It's like trying to be very discreet now. Just like, <laughs> uh, all right. So what I really wanted to get into, the big thing with sports, obviously, now that it's been live, is dealing with the no fans aspect. I didn't. I mean, I think going in, we were all kind of varying in what we were expecting. I don't think anybody really had a real understanding of what was going to happen. We hadn't seen anything like that before. Now, all of a sudden, we have basketball games with no fans. We've got baseball games with no fans. We've got baseball games with cutouts of fans. I just wanted to get into that. Starting with baseball, do you, how do you feel about the cutouts? How do you feel about the cardboard? I love them. You love them. I want to get in on that shit. Yeah. So for $100, you can get yeah. one at Minute Maid, <clears throat> and they put it in the Crawford box for you. So... Hey, we doing that shit with the <laughs> next lot- bag, yo, next bag, club business, Christmas. Hey, you know what you could do? You know what you actually could do is if you got a, like, I wonder how much it would cost to be right behind home plate. Oh, we oh. there. And they we say, there. send a pig. You send a pig with Chris, the donut me Crispy shit. boys there in the donut me shit, nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're we going to get headshots and all kind of shit. I don't see, but I don't know how I feel about the cutouts, man. Like, I think it's weird with an empty <laughs> – stadium but i mean baseball is already kind of boring so as boring as it is it's not like i don't know don't appreciate it it. you don't appreciate the sounds of baseball i think if if you grew up loving baseball and being around baseball when you hear those sounds that you're usually not hearing because of the crowd like to be honest it's I mean, have you seen the UFC fights? Maybe that's a little more relatable to you. Have you seen the UFC fights without any I'm, fans? Dude, I know watch hunches. Baseball, but the thing is, it's authentic crowd noise, though. Like the just the oh, having it pumped out. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it sounds. It so sounds when like happens in baseball. It actually like you know like it's it's dope. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've watched match. the telecast with and without the fake crowd noise, and I like the fake crowd noise because it just sounds like I don't know. I just it makes it – otherwise, I feel, like, lonely and shit while I'm watching it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just it, – it seems like, you know, I'm like, man, this is getting, like, desolate. Oh, no, pipe but, that shit in. It's just and like- and I'm, I like the cardboard cutouts, too. Like, what I've noticed – I've watched a, been watching a lot of baseball the last few days since it started. And, like, the crowd – the stadiums that just have the empty seats, it looks not as cool. But then when you fill them up and there's it's colorful, it's variety, you know, it's you know- like – and it's and the announcers have fun with it too because like there'll be pictures of dudes like freaking out like with you know angry faces or whatever and like if there's a bad call they'll like pan to them and be like oh the Dodgers fans are livid and hey, what what would be sometimes dope? they'll get knocked down by home runs and shit like it's hey, cool. it's a fun thing hey. it changes the scenery up it looks a lot better than just plain green empty seats like for sure you know what I think it is though 
it, it seems like the dimensions are weird. Like they seem like way wider than a normal person. Like my cutout would be like yeah. this. So like when you see it, it looks like how on, you know, like 2K, they'll do like the 360 panorama, <laughs> like the old ones, but it'll show the same thing. Like the back of the head is still the head, like it's the exorcist. That's <laughs> what that shit looks like to me. Nah, that's that's kind of dope because it kind of brings it to like video gameish. It's kind of like we're playing yeah. video games. You know what I'm like saying? Like, it's not supposed to look real. It's not supposed to look like they're, they're not saying, like, these look like real people. This is realistic. I'm it's not like suggesting the wax figures. I'm just it's saying. It's a funny thing. Like, uh, with that, or oh, animatronics or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, did y'all also hear? Did y'all hear that at, at different stadiums, if, if you actually buy the cutout and you're in the outfield and the ball hits your cutout, they actually mail you the baseball. What? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm like, y'all are selling I'm me. with it. I'm with it. Hey. <laughs> Keep this out. Um, so, like, what, what's, what's dope and, like, what could come about that is, like, all right, you know how we're saying it's kind of like video games and shit. You know how video games got progressively better and shit, yeah. you know? Like, like that, those, you know, animations and shit got progressively better. So what if it, like, got to, um, yes, graphics. My fucking, my son's talking to me right here. But anyway, uh, like, how those got to, you know, like, better and shit is, like, what if, like, you know, you could get like upgrades and shit, like a screen. You know what I'm saying, or like a live stream that actually like, that'll watch, be cool. you know? like that type of shit. You know, like so it can. Hey, I, that, that's a billion dollar idea, right some there. LED so lights, some somebody, like color you know changing like, stuff. I don't doubt that they can really get creative with what they do. I just feel like you don't know what to expect. You learn from it. So I, you know, I'm not saying I'm over it. Like they're done, they failed, but. I don't know, like, it's going to take getting used to for me, but I, I do like these little perks, though. Like, if it hits your cutout, they'll send you the ball. You know, I like when the announcers kind of dive into it. Um, just, it, it just seems a little bit strange, but I think I can come around. Gary, I wanted to shout out Gary since Gary joined the pod. Gary, What's up, Gary? where are you it's at with Gary. your fans, man, on baseball? The cutouts, <laughs> no cutouts? Um, so, uh, so I noticed it early last week, it kind of threw me off, but I think it works uh, specifically for baseball. There usually isn't, especially early on in the season, it works just because they're usually in too much fanfare and crowd noise anyway. I mean, if you look at some ballparks, they're halfway empty anyway. So for now it's working. So, I mean, come postseason when you need that crowd and hype and home field advantage, that's when it plays a big part. Yeah, you know, on the baseball topic, is baseball like gonna exist anymore? I mean, the COVID outbreaks, the Marlins are basically sidelined. They played the Phillies, the Philly Yankees series was canceled just out of, you know, precaution. I mean, this is gonna be a potential domino effect. I mean, you're gonna have, what are you gonna do if you have teams that have only played 40 games in a season and then 60 and then you know, then you have these other ramifications with, okay, I guess you're going to do winning percentage. But then, I mean, if somebody hits 450, like, is that the new record? Like, are people going to talk about that? Like, Ted Williams? Like, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And, I mean, I was all in favor of baseball coming back. Now I'm like, man, it's really going to look – I didn't – I never considered what if it starts and stops. I think it could really be bad for the future of baseball. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's crazy that they, they were just like, hey, let's just hop on a plane and, and fly from place to place all over the country when everybody else, MLS, NHL, NBA, they're all doing a bubble. They, they all have something different that, they, that they've done. And, I mean, at least to my knowledge, I'm sure there's probably been some small changes, but overall it seems like the MLB hasn't made a major change like a bubble or, I mean, Obviously, they're, they're traveling all over the country. That, that's pretty wild. We can't even get really on planes right now. That's the wild part to me, too. Well, I mean, I think a big thing with baseball, though, is baseball is the only sport where every single night, every single game, you're playing in a completely different randomly sized and shaped field, and that's part of the game. Like, we have a short porch. Like, yeah. we have a massive field. And if you create a bubble – like, if you put the bubble anywhere, you're basically taking away all of the advantages and disadvantages that teams have been structuring their roster for years. Like, oh, we have a short left field. We need guys that hit this way, that way, whatever. 
And if you put the bubble all in Tampa Bay or something, well, then it's like, I don't know. Right. I think that's, that's why baseball is traveling because they need to keep that variation in their fields. Cause that's such a key component of the sport itself. It's like a huge part of it. So I'm surprised they didn't try to say, all right, you're going to play your division. You know, a lot of the season is going to be you playing your division have first and second place, you know, make the playoffs. You have six teams, first two, maybe get a bye. You know, maybe you do a one-game playoff for both of those. You have four teams now, but you keep it within the division so you can do, you know, bus or whatever, so you don't have to do that, you know? I think there are, like, some strategies like that that they could have curtailed the outbreak, but it just seemed like they, they waited until, like, a week or two before it happened. They're like, all right, let's 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 just – whatever, players, figure it out. Come on, 60 games, let's just go. You know, like – the negotiations, I mean, it was already on, uh, you know, a, I feel like life support before. Now it's like, man, you got – and, I mean, baseball is not to blame for the pandemic. What can you really do about that? But I don't know. It just it, – it's it's crazy to me to see – it's understandable, but it's just – it's all wild. I don't know. Yeah. I like the divisions. I, I like what you're saying about kind of breaking it down. The MLB is so big, and I think the biggest – issue that they're going to face is I mean an NBA team has what maybe 12 15 guys on a roster the MLB I mean you got nine guys on the field and I mean how many pitching coaches batting coaches like BP coaches it, it, they just got way too many people and I never heard about somebody coming up with an idea of breaking it down to a division but I mean you might want to send that in that sounds honestly quite promising to me better than what they got going on right now for sure yeah, I mean, it's, you know, hey, let's have the Dodgers play the Yankees or something like I mean, not that that has happened, obviously, but if you're having crazy travel like that, it's just not feasible to get on a bus and do that all the time. Keep it closer to your division. Those are at least pretty regional, you know. But I don't know. Baseball, I will say they're trying to get a little bit creative. Um, the extended playoff series idea, even though – didn't go with the idea I pitched. They actually have a bigger playoff window than that. And I think it makes sense when you do have a condensed season, 60 games, have the playoffs so that people can just get a little bit more, you know, in a way you're proving your worth a little bit more, right, by, by winning in a deeper playoff bracket. What I think could be odd, though, is if you end up having 500 teams, you know, 30 and 30, or something like that. Like, it's going to kind of leak almost into, like, basketball territory, like in the East, where you could be a 35-win team and make the playoffs. So, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of odd, but I, I, I'm a fan of the extended playoff bracket. Me too. Yeah, me too. I agree, man. I mean, more, more – I mean, the more playoffs, the better. I mean, to be honest, it depends what kind of fan you are. I mean, if you're just – a betting man rooting for your team and not the underdog, then you probably don't want that many guys out there. But, I mean, as a fan, I want to see as many playoff games as I possibly can. I want to see as many single elimination games as I possibly can. That's what I like to see. I'm with it, man. And it's uh, – what was odd about this is they said hours before it was announced, they were convinced it was going to be playoffs as usual, you know, with the – wild card play in and then the four teams on each side you know so basically 10 total playoff teams then all of a sudden hey there's going to be eight per league so you've got 16 total dude with with that shit being said is like y'all gonna have to tune into a conspiracy podcast so get in that because i don't want to get too far off the docket in there and everything <laughs> Yeah. Bro, I'm put it in the brackets and shit or whatever. But like for real, look out for the conspiracy podcast. Probably like towards the end of the week. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna get into all this shit. Topic number one: MLB. Bro, and to be honest, all these players they get to go home every night, so everybody is going to their family every night and then coming back into the field. Wild. Hey, how can you stop it? They but, make a bubble. Right. <laughs> But they have to stay in that fucking bubble. It has to be regulated. You know? Like, you can't leave the bubble. It's if, like going if to that's basketball how shit's going to go with coronavirus. But let's continue. What you, what so, you the, the sport that always just kind of seemed immune to all this for some reason, not because they actually were, but just kind of bravado, was the NFL. 
Like, ah, uh, we're just going to go business as usual. Nothing's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. <laughs> you know, they canceled the preseason. So that happened, you know, and they had to, the players had to really fight for that. Um, on top of that, you're starting to see a lot of players are starting to opt out of playing. So, I mean, all you have to do is go on any kind of NFL Twitter. Uh, I'll show you some tweets today. Basically, anywhere you look, hey, next, next guy up is, uh, is sitting out the season. The Patriots had six players that opted out, including Dante Hightower. So that's just one, and you know, one of the big names, probably the biggest name. Um, Texans had a guy sitting out too. It's just they're starting to stack up more and more and more. And I'll just show you right now. Ian Rappaport. I was checking out his uh, Twitter earlier, and you can just see name after name after name. Got Dante Hightower sitting out the season. He makes a message to the team. Um, I think he recently had a kid. So that's where his, you know, his mind is at right now. I think Marquise this hurt? Goodwin, the old as, Niners. As a Patriots fan. Huh? As a Patriots fan, how much does that hurt? Is this, is this a personal issue? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm the Brady fan. I'm still going to root oh, for Okay, okay. So you're the Brady fan. No, no more. So you're no more Pats fan? I, I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I kind of want to root for Belichick, but I'm not – it's it's all Brady love. I mean, that's all it was. <laughs> you really figured out who Bay was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a, a, as a former fan, is that going to hurt him? Huh? As a former fan, is that going to make a big impact on him? What's that? These six players that are sitting out, or are these guys just garbage? Oh, no. I mean, Hightower, and not a lot of these names are big names. Um I think if you were to see a superstar sit out, that's huge. But Marcus Cannon is another big name, you know, the big-ish. That's probably the second biggest name. So, again, it's not a big name. But um, if you see, yeah, like, I'm... a big player sit out, I think that'll grab some news. But it's just the sheer volume. And I'm wondering, is a big name drop? Like, I wonder, is somebody like that going to say, you know what, I got to sit it out, I got to play it safe? Yeah, earlier I noticed, uh, I think even like Patrick Chung was one of them that just dropped also. Yeah. Pat Chung, Dante Hightower. So, I mean, they had a lot of players on the past. They're probably thinking too, like, yeah. man, Bill's going to work the shit out of us. Like, I'd rather not, you know, let's just chill. Um, but, I mean, it's understandable. The team, the, the NFL hasn't really put out any kind of protocol on how they're planning to keep players safe. Uh, the, the players are pissed that they had to wait this long for them to cancel the preseason that nobody really cares to watch anyway. I get that these players are sitting it out. I wanted to get y'all's feel because it's just – I wonder what's going to happen if one of those big names drop. If one of those yeah, big well, names says, hey, I'm going to play it safe. Yeah, one thing I think is interesting is, uh, like, football, the football atmosphere I think makes the biggest difference. So not having fans in the crowd is going to make it look pretty much like a preseason or scrimmage game all season. Like, that's going to be a weird dynamic. Even in, even for NBA playoffs, like, that's just going to be weird. Like, imagine imagine how much of that crowd hype and noise that actually even transfers through TVs. So a lot of times you feel that atmosphere. When you're sitting on your couch and watching the game, that volume's up. There's a there's a difference. You you feel you feel the chanting. Yeah, it's like when you go to the games and, and you know it's the playoffs and it's like, man, it don't matter where I sit. As long as I'm in the stadium, you can you just feel it. You're in there, you know? It's, a, it's like a different feeling, so I, I totally understand on that. I can't imagine these football players getting hyped to pretty much run their helmets into each other with, with nobody cheering them on. What's well, crazy, too, because you, you feed off of that. Anytime you go to a big game, I mean, Texans games regularly would sell out, and they're loud fans. So, I mean, you're around 80,000 people just screaming top of their lungs. It's kind of exhausting. I mean, you kind of get into it and just kind of, uh, you know, bang on the seat or, you know, first, uh, you know, you get sucked into it because some obnoxious person is going to be beer breath in your face until you're like, oh, yeah. get out of my face. But it's just, you're right. I mean, there's so much energy that just pushes off. And my, what I'm curious about, I think that some players kind of have a little bit of choke gene in them. 
And I mean, they don't, they're not like the obvious chokes. They're the ones that just kind of don't really show up. They, they might, you know, be a little bit short on their jump shot at the end or, you know, just, you're like, they're not quite a choke, but I feel like I have a hunch they're kind of a choke. Now Gosh, those players legs. are immune to it because there's not going to be any kind of a fan pressure. There's not going to be any kind of, oh, you know, it's just silent. You know, you're not going to have other people in the stands like reporters or other teams of other other players, other teams be making noise. You know, they're not going to have like strong rooting interests. Uh, and then on the flip side, though, I do think that there are some players that kind of feed off of that energy. They play up to that and it kind of in a way helps them like. Steph's not in the thing in the tournament, but or he's not in the, you know, the restart, but he's a player that would come to mind. You know, somebody that seems to kind of live off the crowd. And it's like as the crowd is, you know, getting louder and more energetic, he's making more of his shots. I think they lose out on that now. You know, players like that that kind of feed off of a crowd. So it's going to be interesting to see, I mean, if there's any kind of a mar- like a noticeable effect on either of those things or if it's just kind of a net zero. Which is why I think that actually benefits the Texans, or I should say the Rockets. Um, like a guy like James Harden isn't necessarily like a choke, but him not having to feed off of like the booing yeah. may help. Yeah, like, plus they yeah. actually had a pretty good break. Him and Russell Westbrook having fresh legs could help. So we'll see. And Eric Jordan healthy never like those three have never been healthy off. This, you know, like I'm very hype on the Rockets. Like very. Especially because it seemed like right when the league was starting to kind of figure out the small ball thing, like two games they lose, right, pretty bad. And then the league shuts down. And I feel like this new style, and, and I've seen it so far in the scrimmages from my eyes. And, again, it's scrimmage, so it's a little bit more loosey-goosey anyway. But I feel like these games are going to play more like street ball. Not like oh, yeah, type, you know, maybe – but I think it's going to just be more a little bit loose, a little bit more just kind of freestyle, whatever. I don't think it's going to be that organized offense as much as you would usually see. I do think people are going to be like, guys are going to be so locked in because they're just in that bubble 24-7. I feel like even as soon as the season starts, I feel like it's going to feel like playoff intensity, I feel like. Like it might be kind of like, you know, maybe looser, like, game plan-wise. But I think because the guys are doing nothing but just in there, like, open, and it's already teams that are, you know, the eight worst teams have been eliminated and aren't participating. So everybody is still alive. It's I feel like it's going to – the intensity is going to be, like, playoff-wise right off the jump. And uh, I'm hyped for the Rockets because we're just healthy. The break the, couldn't have came at a better time for us, really. Yeah, and I mean, with, with Russ and then maybe Harden, I, I heard he had COVID, but nobody ever seemed to confirm it, so I don't know either way. But I almost kind of feel like you want to get it out of the way, right? Like, hey, <laughs> just in case you have a bad case, like, hey, get it out of the way before the season even starts, you know? So, For sure. I mean, if you're in the finals and then it's like LeBron gets it, it's like, oh, shit, I kind of have like a, a sore, you know, I shouldn't play. Or I mean, you're already quarantined, right? Like, they're going to quarantine players that get it. So, I mean, you don't have any reason to believe that somebody will get it while they're in the bubble because they've been very secure, unless you're Lou Williams. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It'll be inter- interesting to see. Speaking of Lou Williams, did y'all see uh, – y'all, of course, heard about the, the Magic City trip, right? Right, right. Yeah, he was yeah. just getting some food, man. <laughs> What's up on the scandal, though? Like – he didn't it, – it, from what I read, it seemed like he's just picking up a to-go order and heading out. At least that's what he said. But it's, it's like – totally it, possible it's totally that they have – talking about. They have a good kitchen there from what I, like, hear or whatever. So, like, you know, and then, you know, it was some rapper posted video or, like, posted to a story, you know, and <laughs> – He deleted it, though. <laughs> He tried to say it was from, like, last year. He's like, nah, never mind. That was from last year. But they had, like, the the masks that, like, the bubble gave out. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. But also, it's like, that guy, you know, like, fuck that guy, man. You got to think about that shit, like. Sneak snitching. Yeah, man. Dude, so are the the lemon pepper wings, they're really named 
after after Lou Williams because that that is also what I heard and and even Paul Pierce brought it up on on ESPN and he was saying he was like hey man if you're Lou Williams eating the Lou Williams lemon pepper wings he was like you don't get those to go you go inside and you oh, eat yeah. those wings inside <laughs> of Magic City <laughs> so I think he was inside has anybody had those wings is my question I haven't been to Magic City I've been to Atlanta yeah. one time Yelp, Yelp review right now. I'm going to it now. <laughs> Yelp review. Yeah, get the get the wings Yelp review. Let's see what it, see what it's about. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what do you think? You think there was any foul play or you think he was just in and out? I definitely think there was foul play. Um I mean like uh, like Paul Pierce said, there's no way you go just for the wings, especially if you have that notoriety in Magic City. That's pretty much his stomping ground. So um uh I, but I would say like like I heard, like the catfish nuggets, the wings, tenders, all that stuff is fire. So let's see. Hey, five stars <laughs> only. <laughs> Gary, what's good? Where the fuck are you? Who I got? Why are you not on my screen? Oh really? Huh? I don't know. For some reason, Gary's not showing up on my screen. Hold on, I try to fix it. That's all I had to ask. I was like, what the? Why is Gary? Nah, talking? it's good. We're good. Uh. Love oh yeah, wings. Perkins tried to call him out too. Perkins tried <laughs> to call him out. He said, uh, "Admittedly, you know those wings are fire, but come on now." And he was comparing him to Zion, saying that Zion was showing more maturity. Lou Williams didn't like that. He was tweeting back at him, but uh, I don't know. I mean, people don't have anything to talk about, so that's what they want to talk about. But I don't know. I feel like. <sighs> <laughs> Sure, maybe you go in and out, but like you're at least gonna stare at some titties for a little bit. I feel like that's what you're going there for. Like, you know, that's I don't know. I feel like you're gonna stand there for a minute, right? All right, bro. So listen to this. I, I looked up the menu at the Magic City Kitchen and they got the Lou Will lemon pepper barbecue wings on the menu. So so he, he was there to get his own wings. I mean, I feel like the man deserved it. I mean, he could have Uber Eats, but, I mean, those are – his name's on the menu. He's got to be there. Do you – so, I'll pull it up now. Do you think <laughs> – Lou Will, there it is right there. <laughs> do you think that they, that this was the name before, or do you think this has since been updated? Did they prove no, this? No, no, no. way, dude. No way. It was definitely before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they it's, didn't just do that. I do so I this article. So then, what, then my question is then, how is he going to say that he didn't go there then to kind of, you know, peep his wings and chill for a while? Alan, do you really think he was just in and out or nah? I don't know. I'm not going to comment when I don't know the facts. You know? It's like, obviously, like, he, he fucked up the bubble. Like, he is not excusable. Like, you know, like. The other guy is a dick for posting the shit, but also Lou Will is a dick for going to Magic City. And he should – if they didn't allow him to play for this season, like, I think that would be totally reasonable. Like, you have to take the bubble seriously or else you're going to be – nobody's going to get to play. And it fucks the money up for everyone. Like, it fucks the whole season up. So you can't have dudes like – oh, well, it's okay, and now we'll give him a quarantine. And, like, because then everybody's going to start slipping. Especially yeah, if you lose two or three games, you're going to be like, fuck bubble life. Like, we're not doing shit. We're the Blazers or whatever. You know what I mean? You know, Mello will probably be like, Lou Will, <laughs> let's go. Like, I mean, so, I don't. yeah, you got to respect the bubble. And Lou Will, he he perforated the bubble, and if he if he doesn't play anymore the rest of the season, I feel like that's totally fine. I feel like if they can do something and like make sure he's healthy, like okay, like but I could see them not letting him play, and I think that would be okay because like you can't you can't fuck up the bubble. Like I'm with it too because he's not on the Rockets. I feel you there, Alan. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all right. Let me. Let me Harden leaves. <laughs> my 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 piece on the bubble is yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right, Alan. Like we gotta like shit gotta get real. You know what I'm saying? It has to be taken seriously. Right. If you don't take it seriously, what's if the point? Like, if, like, coronavirus is going to be a problem for the game, before, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers got to take off and all that shit like that. If that's going to be a problem, you have to stay in that fucking bubble. You have to, like, like really, 
that's where all the fines and shit. Because I mean, they give them everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like going to read. school. It's literally like going to school. I mean, like there, you gotta think these people are getting paid to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? They work for that company. Like in the, that's like you working for in that building. You know what I'm saying? On that campus or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta gotta stay on that campus or whatever. You know, you have your freedoms or whatnot. You know, but I feel like that has to be like learned. I mean, earned. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, like, kind of show that, okay, you can have a visitor and shit like that. It, it has to go back to, like, college. Like, oh, you got to think, all these guys are young and shit like that. It, it's just an extension of fucking college. Like, yeah, you're a grown-ass man, but you work for this company. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to respect how this is going because this is, a, this is a pandemic going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we in this bubble for a reason. It's Sandy's house. Sandy you got to make an example out of him. What'd you say? So they got to make an example out of him for anybody else to make it seriously, whether it be in this league or the next league. But, I mean, everything you're saying is absolutely right, both of y'all. But I think that like, they got to make an example out of him. At yeah, for sure, show. For sure, show. I mean, it Full disclosure. It or this is coming from four Rockets fans and a Lakers fan. <laughs> so it's in all of our best interest that Lou Williams is not there anymore. <laughs> Did y'all really think the Rockets got a chance? It's, I mean, it's, I think being in street ball, the street ball style, you're always going to have a puncher's chance, especially when you got hard But, bitch, you're going to get fined out the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, nigga, like, let's, like, let's get serious about this shit because, so we can enjoy this shit so y'all can get the bag. You know what I'm saying? Because, exactly. like, what, what good is it doing if you, you got to fucking sit home and, and go home? That's like getting suspended and shit from school. That's the dumbest shit in the world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because MLB players ain't getting their full bag. It's already half cut. And then yeah. NFL, dude, you already know how the NFL is. They, they're not cutting no checks. If anything, <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, make the season but shorter. So, so, so if it's going to be like that, you got to lay down rules and regulations. You know what I'm saying? It has to be a campus lifestyle. You got to be locked down there. Seriously. Or like, nigga, you're not going to play? It load that's, how you, that's how you handle load management. Like, bitch, all right, you don't want to play? Fuck up. No play, no pay. That's I will say do. this, though. Uh, the NBA bubble life Twitter. Have y'all seen that? Chance put us on, actually. That that right there is fucking genius. That's some genius fucking shit. That Somebody, is a good feed. Y'all yeah, got to understand. Remember what I was saying? <laughs> remember what I was saying, like, when this shit kind of started? Like, I don't even know if uh, that podcast actually got put out. Uh Yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, this was that was going back to a podcast that you guys have never even seen. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's still like recorded somewhere, you know what I'm saying? But when this kind of when this pandemic started, like I was like, yo, this is this is this is it, guys. Like, this is how it's gonna be, you know, in a nutshell. And you know, it, everything is adapting for like the for the real. You know, you got shit like bubble life and shit like this is fucking fun. This is yeah. fun. We're making this, we're making our lives fun. We finally getting it. You know what I'm saying? One day we're we finally coming around. People are like being okay with this shit. Bro, I, honestly, I've been really, I don't know if y'all watched JaVale's show and then uh, some other guy yeah. from the 76ers. They got some, the YouTube blogs, man. Those are those are pretty funny and, and, and they're good. I, I love to see it. And it, it, it's just great. I, I remember when I was growing up, and I mean, we're all from the same time. I'm sure y'all thought the same thing. Growing up, I was always like, man, I wonder what Michael Jordan's doing right now. I wonder what Kobe Bryant's doing right now. And it's so crazy oh, yeah. that you, you could, like, see it now. It's like, it's Twitter or Instagram, whatever. Yeah, and that shit should be, like, all public. Like, all public figures, their lives, like, I mean, it's already pretty public. But it should be, like, extra public. You know what I'm saying? Because these people are creeps behind the scenes, you know, like, <laughs> most of them are, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that nigga, like, that shit should be documented and shit, you know, if that's, because that's how life is, is right now, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like that with themselves. And if you're making money off of it, I'm spending money on you and shit, I should be able to know what the fuck you're doing every fucking day. In a way. In a way. In some type of way, you know what I'm saying? Not to any extreme, but in some type of way. These wings look fire, though. Little, like, kind of part yeah. in the middle of your beard, like, box it out a little bit more and, like, put a bandana on and kind of back up, and we'll just front like we got LeBron on the pod. 
I dig the beard though. That's why I'm kind of jealous of the beard. But I feel like for a minute I was like, oh shit, we got LeBron on this bitch. <laughs> but uh, we're talking oh, yeah. a lot about sports. I do still have one last sports comment. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. A boxing match coming back. Where are oh, y'all on this? Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. I think somebody's about to get knocked out. They're yeah. way too old. Yo, <laughs> somebody yo, for life. I think it's yo. kind of sad, man. Like, hey, I didn't even watch see that shit, man. See, like, this is this is why y'all know how I like I, I hate texting and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't be like texting, bro. As soon as that shit came down, as soon as I heard that shit, I was like, I called my nigga Chris in LA and shit. I was like, yo, nigga, September fucking eleventh, I'ma be in fucking LA. And we're driving on September 12th to Vegas. I just, I'm being in Vegas, nigga, for the fight. I'm not even going, but I'm going to be in Vegas. I already got, got that shit situated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and I kind of want to disclose that to the pod to let everybody know because I'm kind of a public figure. So, <laughs> so you just going to be hanging out like a quarantine Vegas? Yeah. I'm going to see how it is, man. We got to get out there. We, we, we got to start bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm going to a quarantine Vegas. I'm going. To, my sister went to LA two weekends ago. She yeah. was like, she was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, we gotta, we have to take precautions and everything because, like, you know, like in in some way, in in some type of percentage, whether whether you believe shit or not, you know what I'm saying? Like COVID nineteen, coronavirus, it is real. Is it? It is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? But and so everybody take their precautions. But at the same time, man, we gotta we gotta adjust. We gotta live our lives. You know what I'm saying? Where are y'all at with the fight, though? Oh, <laughs> nigga, Tyson! I already got money on Tyson. <laughs> well, uh, like to me, the way, the way I see it, no. What was that? I said, isn't it a big weight mismatch? I remember Roy Jones. Yeah, oh, Adam, it's like celebrity boxing, bro. Like they're training for each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I guess old is old is more of a old is kind of a weight class. I think that was, yeah. <laughs> but you only other old guy that's down to fight you. Like make it work. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what was yeah. uh, who did Sticky Fingers fight back in like nine eight? Who? Sticky Fingers. He who did niggas look up Sticky Fingers celebrity boxing, bro? I, I remember like, this. Was it like an actual no, MTV? It was on MTV, bro. They used to have this shit all the time. Like, Mills Lane was like the rep and shit like that. I'm in Woodstock. Death yeah, Celebrity Deathmatch. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. that like Claymation? Huh? Nah. I'm talking about Sticky Fingers. Let's see it. Sticky Fingers. The from Let's Onyx. Sticky. Simon Wood. Yo, yeah, this is it, bro. They used to have no shit wonder nobody was like, reacting. Oh shit! I have to edit Tanya this. Harding was on this shit, dude. This was a dope show. Like they should have this shit. <laughs> so let's just kind of call color call this. Let's one. call this shit. Yeah, yeah. let's call the commentary. I'm gonna be Jr. from fucking wrestling and shit. All right, we got Sticky Fingers. He's a black guy. Oh my god! You see him, Mike? Okay, look at this. All right, this nigga got he got the what black trunks on, and this other nigga, some Woodstock nigga. This nigga, he the white nigga in the um in the blue. Is that Steve Wilkos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got Steve yeah. Wilkos as the hell color yeah, guy, bro. and this is such shit quality. I doubt YouTube will block it. Nah, out. yeah, yeah, we good, we good on that. All right, yeah, let's run this shit. All right, all right, the bell rings. I think. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Hold on, niggas. Ding, ding. Damn, bitch. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Fuck it. What's that with the lips? What's that with the lips? Tearing that ass up. Oh, okay. We got, oh, Sticky Fingers trying to put the nigga in the headlock. <laughs> all right. Oh, Sticky Fingers, he's trying to fight. He's trying to slam this nigga. Yeah. Yo, all right. Sticky, so Sticky Fingers a dirty nigga, all right? Hey, so, all right. But he's getting the like words. Why is Sticky throwing hands? Why is nigga throwing hands? Yo, Sticky Fingers a dirty, grimy nigga. All right, so he boxed like a dirty, grimy nigga. White nigga got form. He trained for this shit. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, let's see, let's see. All right, okay, all right, they, they up. All right, they, they just kind of throwing. I can't really tell. Shit, this is like 9 8 quality, y'all. Like, this shit is trash. Like, even, you know what I'm saying? This is like that box TV shit. 
right, let's see. Woodstock's definitely got the better conditioning. Nah, for shit show, he trained for this shit. Sticky fingers like, I'm just gonna go out there and bust his ass, B. You know what I'm saying? But he, he's not, he's getting his ass busted right now. All right, let's see. Round two. We're round two already. Oh, wait, Floyd Mayweather is gonna fight this year? Uh, all right. Uh, round two's ass, bro. Round two's ass. Let's go on. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Round two. Sticky fingers still getting working. Seems like we halfway through this shit. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Ooh. Oh, all right. All uh -oh. right. Sticky oh, sticky him. He rope for dothum. All right. Sticky, you real nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I got him, son. Ooh. He oh, got that oh, sticky eating them hoes though. Ooh. He getting rocked, but he eating them hoes. All right. Why do murking this nigga though? Y'all gotta watch this shit, son. Yo, Woodstock whooping him. Huh? Yo, Woodstock whooping ass. All right, that nigga just hit him with a mean ass left. All right, round over. Round over, son. Round over. You know, sticky fingers right now probably looks up. like the episode of Martin. Look, he come right. out swinging. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's see. I think he's All playing right. like he got hurt. Right. Let's see. All right. Round hey, call three. it. Finish the call, Mike. Oh, I'm getting too excited. These niggas will Steve will Steve will both of them though. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Sticky. hey, I think white nigga got it, bro. Sticky's Woodstock gotta got get it. out of there. Woodstock got it, bro. Like if if I'm calling this fight a decision, Woodstock got this shit. Whoop Sticky fingers ass. Bro, oh, I can't really tell what's happening, Yo, to be see, honest. This is what TV was Are they at an shit. outdoor ring? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you can't even Yo, tell. Like look, dude, MTV had the best content. All me and Mike used to do was, nigga, watch MTV, talk on the phone, drink Cokes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, remote <laughs> and shit. Whatever. Like, we used to watch shit like this, Celebrity Deathmatch, Beavis and Butthead, whatever. They had the best content. They used to have good shit. Look, MTV, MTV in the back in the day was tight. Man. Hey, who so who got the decision in that shit? It didn't say, but come on. <laughs> Yo. Man, I think at the end of the day we all know. <laughs> Yo, what's who the fuck Woodstock is, nigga? You whoop sticky fingers. You a real nigga in my book. I'm just trying to figure out who what's sticky fingers real name? Kurt. It's Kurt. 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 <laughs> Let me like see. Kurt Angle, but it's, it's Kurt or Kirk or some shit. Like Kirkland. Sticky but without fingers. The lens. Kirk Jones. Kirk Jones. Kirk Jones. <laughs> Debo was always whipping his ass too. All right. <clears throat> so I, I saw a topic. This is a complete 180 from, from sports. Let's pivot. <laughs> but I did want to jump onto this because I was curious how y'all felt about this. And I'm afraid to even share it because even saying the name now gets you blocked on shit. So Twitter expects QAnon crackdown to affect 150,000 accounts across the network. So basically, you know, QAnon, this big conspiracy theory, all this shit going on, anti government yada 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 but like hardcore right right well i guess the problem that QAnon with QAnon is that they'll harass people regularly right like i mean if you're anti them they just go after you and berate you to the point where you're just like i'm just gonna delete this shit you know i guess it's twitter seems to think it's abusive so twitter is now basically putting out efforts to uh block that you know, much like we saw with, uh, what is it, Chris, jo Chris Jones? Is that the guy, the uh, conspiracy theorist guy? The Alex Jones. Alex Jones, Chris Jones. Who's Chris Jones? Alex Jones. And I mean, sure, I get it. You know, in, in a lot of ways, anytime somebody speaks out against certain groups, they get harassed and berated. I get part of that. You're trying to protect people. I'm all in favor of privacy and protecting people. But what I think is kind of weird, though, I mean – is this not censorship? And I'm not by, I don't know anything about this movement. I know that it's bad as all that I know about it. I can't tell you, tell you shit else about it. So it's not even pro any of these people, but you know, it's all about freedom of speech. Where do we draw the line between censorship and when we need to cut people off, you know, censorship and when we're allowed to let people speak freely. It's, well, they're making I, shit up. So 
Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. So, so a lot of companies. Uh, so on Thursday, uh, I believe it's like Facebook, Twitter, Google, and somebody and some other. It's like four of the major tech companies. They're gonna actually gonna be speaking, I believe, in front of Congress or so somebody really high up in front of in front of government. You know. Um, and a lot of the backlash that they're facing is that they're allowing people to present a lot of false information. Um, and, and it is, and I think that, that not even the government knows at the moment, they're really trying to figure out what that gray area is. They're trying to define it because at the same time, many people feel like, Hey, companies like uh, Facebook and Twitter are not doing anything to prevent the spread of, of misinformation and fake news all over the internet, whether it be good or bad, you know, it's fake. Um, and so, so the government is having an issue with that now. Um, and one of the things, I don't know if y'all saw today that actually Twitter banned Donald Trump Jr. for 12 hours today for actually sharing a, a fake news video. And I, it's getting very serious that, I mean, really yeah. on, on, I think it's tomorrow or Thursday, the, the four major tech companies are going to be speaking to, I believe, like I said, in front of Congress and they're going to, it's specifically this topic. So it'll be like very interesting to see what kind of develops in the next couple of days with Oh, security. in front of who? Uh, in, in front of Congress or in front of like, somebody <laughs> in government, like, uh, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm not sure who it is. You know, it's, it's one of them chambers, you know. But oh. it's going to be like uh, on TV and uh, it's going to be on C-SPAN. It's a pretty big, pretty, pretty big deal because uh, Facebook yeah. even delayed like their, their earnings. So y'all should definitely, I mean, there's going to be some good information that comes from that because they're really, really getting some like scrutinized for not, for not yeah. doing any, any preventative measures to this false information, you know. Yeah, now, I would definitely like to hear about this. <laughs> Chance, yeah. Clearly beating around the bush. He'll get into why here in a second. Um, on that note, I mean, I did see, you know, of course, that's kind of the big reason why the whole Facebook, you know, um, boycott, you know, a lot of people are cutting out their spend to Facebook, you know, be, to kind of stick it to the man. What I always thought seemed to be kind of a simple solution to all this, and I, and I completely understand, and I'm very anti-fake news because – people will pick something up and then that's the law, you know, black and white, there's absolutes, there's nothing in between. And I think that's the problem with almost everything that we have in this country stems from these absolutes, right? We more oh, often operate shit. in gray, but everything always seems to be black and white, at least in people's minds. But I always seem to feel like was a well, more, pretty, more ways than one. Yeah, exactly. What I always feel like was a simple solution to something like this is anytime you're going to share news, you have to share it from a reputable source. Maybe the social networks go and they vet, okay, these are websites that we feel are reputable, right? Or at least they're mm -hmm. middle enough, you know, I know that that's impossible nowadays, but at least it's not false, right? You might have facts with a certain editorial angle, but at least you've got facts. I think that's one way. Okay. If you're going to share news, that you have to prove it with the source now. If you're just going to say something, then people get into the com should get in the habit of okay, unless you can quote this some with something that's BS or it's not, you know, it's not certified, it's not real, it hasn't been, you know, branded as fact. Um, I think there the only question you get run into is, you know, once they start blocking certain networks, which I mean we're seeing now. You know, if any of those seem to be out of bounds or seem to be, okay, that didn't seem to be one way leaning, but they're trying to be selective with who they let in, you know, bitch about that. But at least then you don't have to worry about this problem with fake news and now making all these, you know, laws. Like it, it would never have been a problem if people thought about this a little bit more ahead of time. Yeah, but at the same time, we've never we've never been in this situation before, and I think the difficulty that we face is is obviously there's a lot of division in America. Obviously, when it comes to our financials, so it, it makes it really hard even for a company to say, for example, who's going to get the approval. Perhaps uh, depending depending on who's the president at the time. Right now, probably CNN wouldn't get an approval to be considered real news because our president calls it fake news, you know? Mm -hmm. So imagine all those small companies or all those local news that are, that are really struggling right now. Like who's going to really vouch for them to be able to stay alive. And, and, and even though they are providing good news, like it's kind of like a, 
like a difficult situation, kind of like on Facebook, you know, like a lot of big companies are dropping out of working with Facebook, but at the same time, Facebook's not seen that much, that much of a, of a, it's not really hurting them that much because uh, the advertisement really comes from companies that are, that are local companies. Those yeah. are the people that can afford Facebook and Instagram advertising. Yeah, no, I was saying, yeah, I agree hundred percent on the local part because they're the ones that can actually get bang for their buck. It's not Google where you have to spend thousands to even show up. And I mean, I get, you know, like I said, it's impossible to say which ones are one way leaning or not since they all have a lean. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find one source that doesn't have a bias, but I mean, I, I feel like there should be just, how do I say this? Somebody help me out while I'm trying to gather my thought. Standardization. Standardization. Yeah. More of a, you know, I, I think the, the medium, the medium isn't necessarily the problem, the social network. I think it's more the source of the news that's getting fed in because so much of it is speculation. And I think, you know, maybe the medium kind of morphed us into these instant gratification parasites that we are now. But I mean, news, the reason I don't even watch ESPN anymore is they don't show highlights. They don't cover the news for sports. All they do is talk speculation. Every yeah. news channel you, you go to is all about speculation. I think it's more, I mean, it's a bigger problem for sure. It's a bigger problem of. I think the problem is nobody reads articles. Like huh? nobody, nobody's down to read anymore. Like nobody wants That's to. That's the only way like, I get news. You like know? I don't, I don't like, I don't mean like read as opposed to like watch TV. I mean like actually like not just scroll past something, but like, li like let's click this link and read yeah. a fucking article. Like, and. It's a clickbait headline. Yeah. And like. Like, I don't go on, I don't even, like, have Facebook anymore. Like, I don't have it on my phone. Like, I don't, I barely, like, go on Instagram. I don't, I don't go on Reddit anymore. Like, but I'm subscribed to New York Times, LA Times, Chronicle. Like, I'm on, like, news sites. I read a lot. And I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of what's going on in the world. And I'll read from different sources and everything. and. I just feel like more people should just do that and stop, you know, like, yeah, like those are called social media for a reason because it's not called news. Like it's, you know, people can make an account on there, but that does anybody can do that. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're relying, if you haven't read an article or ingested news that wasn't via a social media platform, in the last six months, you're not informed and you're ignorant because you literally are only getting what has been produced to fit into an algorithm to like make sure that you just keep scrolling and keep, it's literally like a dopamine thing in your head and you just want it more and more and more and you're never gonna actually read and find out what's going on about anything. But yeah, anyway, that's, that's my bit on news. There are a lot yeah. of different ways yeah. to try to approach it, right? And there are a lot of different, challenges and complications with it it's i mean it just seems ridiculous that we live in a world where people are believing fake news and like you know basing their lives around it it's more of like the world's problem than the social network's problem right but, well the social networks i mean they're making like they don't care like right. you know it's not their response i mean that's the thing is like that's the big question right is it their responsibility and it's like kind of right like even if it's not their responsibility, it's like if these tools are going to be out there and everybody has Twitter and everybody has Facebook and every, like there is somebody needs to take responsibility. And that's why you have to get QAnon and stuff like that off there. Because if you can get 5,000 people to believe any crazy thing, it's a problem for the greater good and the greater public and health of like that's, you know, like 5,000 people. That's not in the scheme of a country of 350 million. It's like, okay, like, yeah, that's not maybe going to change an election. It could or something if they are bad actors in a certain way. But you get 5,000 nutjobs to show up in one place, and that's how you get Charlottesville. And that's how you get, like, these, you know, it only takes one guy to drive a crowd or drive a car into a crowd of people. If you can believe, if you can get 500 people to buy into this one nutjob thing, 
then you can like real terror can happen and that's why it's not censorship it's it's like straight up when they are spreading false shit and it's just like literally you know the subject matter is getting these people to buy into these crazy ideologies is based on false things or false science like that's when yeah somebody's got to step in and because it's for the greater good of the country and the world really well said yeah all right so that pretty much uh wraps up everything on the docket so we'll wrap up the episode here we're gonna have a bonus episode afterwards but if you guys haven't already subscribe on apple spotify and youtube check us out on social media on twitter at the rep network and on instagram at the rep network check out the website we added a lot of new stuff a lot of merch updated all these kind of pages the website is the rep dot network enter that into your browser hit go check out all the new stuff we've got and uh, make sure you spread the word help us grow subscribe across the board share with your friends and family and tune in next week peace peace oh, that was a good one